feels good to correct that list finally the ESPN list you know I've already been on the rivals in 24-7 sports list but you know ESPN's a different level you know so they're they're so mainstream it's crazy so I, I feel accomplished I feel blessed to, to be on that list in the first place but I know work's not over yet To the YO Sports Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. Joined alongside me, as always, is Robert Munoz from YO Sports. We have a fantastic episode on tap for you. It's uh it's a little sad to be a Wyoming Pokes fan, especially football, after last weekend's performance in Vegas against New Mexico. Never thought you'd hear me say that about a football game between New Mexico and Wyoming that it would be played in Vegas, but that's what happened last weekend in uh, a less-than-impressive showing from the Pokes. Meanwhile, though, Wyoming hoops, they're off to a scintillating start, a great start under Coach Linder. So we're going to talk a little bit about those two teams, and then we will be joined by Cheyenne Central Superstar. Yes. You heard me say that correctly. He is a superstar for Cheyenne Central. He is the number 76 player in the nation, according to the ESPN 100 released earlier this week. He is committed to CU Boulder. He will be on the block for the Colorado Buffs, Lawson Lovering. So we're going to talk to him about what he expects from this season what he hopes to accomplish, and just, I mean, what's it like to be as tall as he is? Because not many people are that tall. So we'll talk to him, and then we're going to wrap up the podcast with a prediction for Wyoming football's final game of the regular season, perhaps. There could be another game uh, on the 19th, but right now the final scheduled regular season game for Wyoming football against Boise State at home, in Laramie, at War Memorial Stadium on Saturday. So we'll get into all that. But first, Robert, how's it going? Going great, David. Can't complain. Another day, living a little life. Living a life over here in Chi-Town. Uh, I didn't get to speak with you last week. Well, I texted you, I guess. But um, how's the how's the new hometown going up there? Let the people know how Casper is treating Mr. David Graff. <laughs> well, everybody will be happy to know Casper is uh, its a good place. I miss Chick-fil-A. That's certainly at the top of the list, but, you know, it's a short drive down to the Cap City in Cheyenne to get some, some of those sweet, sweet nuggets and a uh, little number one with pickles and you know you eat the pickles before you eat the sandwich that's the best way to do it let's just let's just dive into this this awful football game from last Saturday it was it started out okay you know Wyoming is leading going into half they're up 13 to 10 
they have a chance to win the game and punch it in. And Trey Smith, who had had a fantastic game, truly fantastic game, he fumbled the ball and New Mexico recovered and that was all she wrote for the pokes. But Wyoming lost 17-16 was the final score. Levi Williams got a little banged up. We got our first sip of beer from Gavin Beerup. He came in. He had uh, a few impressive plays, but certainly looked like a freshman. I I just couldn't believe it. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. I watched a little bit of the game. I was following along most of the game with Michael L. Katz at Michael L. Katz on Twitter. He was doing a great job of covering it. So I was doing my best to, you know, flip back and forth between the ASU game that was on. They lost a heartbreaker to UCLA and Wyoming's game against New Mexico. I, I'm just in shock. Honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't believe how that game transpired and the way things went. New Mexico was down to their fifth-string QB, their fifth-string QB by the end of the game, and still was able to pull this out. Yeah, David, fifth-string quarterback. And the folks just can't pull it out. I don't know. Is, is, is Valade really that big of an impact on the team? What's going on there? Um they just kind of crumbled, right? There's no offense. The defense didn't play that bad, did it? I mean, was it the lack of the offense that lost in the game? I don't know. Trey Smith had a great game on the ground. Um, I think he rushed for, what, 164 yards or something something like that. I think that's what it was. But they weren't able to score 17 points. I think the total for their points, their points total, on Action Network was like thirty four and a half or something. They didn't even double. They didn't even. They didn't even. They didn't even get half of that. Yeah, Wyoming came into the game. They were a seventeen point favorite. Trey Smith finished up to be exact twenty four carries for one hundred and fifty four yards and a TD, and that crucial fumble at the end. He probably you you would have to think he would have been the one to score the game winning touchdown had he not. Lost control of the ball there. I'd be remiss. There was a sequence events of events right before halftime that was excruciating. Just excruciating if you're cheering for the pokes. First, Wyoming recovers a fumble, and they don't review it. They don't review the fumble, or they do. First, Wyoming recovers a fumble, they review it, and they call no fumble. There was no fumble is what they call. So I'm thinking, man, ball doesn't lie. Ball doesn't lie. Something's going to happen here. Something's going to happen. Then on third down for New Mexico with under two minutes to play in the half, Wyoming gets an unbelievable, unbelievable leg interception. It bounces off a guy's back, arms, and then his calf and ends up in the Wyoming DB's hands. He returns it for a score. Unbelievable. I'm going nuts. I'm like, this is it. This is what you expect from Wyoming football. Then, then they call a hold on the return. So it's like, okay, no, 
interception, no touchdown, that's fine. Then they decide to go back to the replay booth and they review for targeting on Wyoming's best defender, Chad Muma, and he's thrown out of the game. The no, the interception is nullified. So they go into they go into halftime with a 13-10 lead. Probably should have been 20 to 10 and you probably still should have had your best linebacker. Instead, it's 13 to 10. Chad Muma's out for the rest of the game. He won't miss any action this week because he was tossed out in the first half, so technically he missed a full game. But that that right there, I just knew after that, things probably weren't going to go the Pokes way, but it's New Mexico. They came into the game 0-5. They lost to Utah State for crying out loud. You, you got to win this game. Got to win the game, but how sports roll out sometimes, man. Talked to a coach, and he said same thing about basketball. Sometimes cards just fall in a certain direction. There, but there one no thing about excuses. Trey Smith, no yeah, excuses. one thing, yeah. Yeah, no excuses. Maybe you're right. Maybe your excuses this messed up year this messed up football season that we're all experiencing but it was it was pretty cool to see uh everybody giving love to trey smith for the way he competed throughout the game and he was the reason the pokes might have been in the game he wasn't the reason he was one of the big reasons so he admitted he messed up and he put the game on his shoulders and I mean, the Wyoming fans, they were backing him up. They weren't kicking dirt, kicking dirt on him. It's good to see. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to put a loss on Trey Smith. Granted, he fumbled, but Wyoming never should have been in that position to begin with. They should have absolutely been in control of that game. There's no way that it should have come down to a final couple minutes drive that you got to score a touchdown to take the lead obviously that's the kind of game that Wyoming is accustomed to playing but you got to blow blow opponents like New Mexico out of the water you got to remind them that uh they've got a long way to go okay not you can't let them stay in the game you let teams like that stay in the game and then you make mistakes because you start pressing and that's just that's simply how how it goes, honestly. It's it's disappointing, but that's the way the cookie crumbles, and that's kind of how... The way the cookie crumbles, Mr. Graff. That's how uh, Wyoming football's season has gone. So, But hopefully we can see a bounce back. Who knows? Playing at the war, everything's different for the brown and gold when they're playing in Laramie, man. Everything's always different. So who knows? That's very true. Who knows what will happen this Saturday? You get upset. Maybe you can roll that upset over Boise. I mean, you went on Saturday and this season was all worth it. All of it was worth it. Delayed start date, everything. It was all worth it. Granted, it, it doesn't mean much 
for Wyoming other than bragging rights, but it's the kind of game where you win this game and you're, you're going to have a hell of a thing that people call momentum going into the 2021 season. So we'll get more into that game later. Let's talk a little bit about Pokes Hoops. Pokes Hoops is cooking, cooking, my friend. They are currently four and one on the season. They're four and one. Their one loss was in their second game. They're up 19 points to Texas Southern at halftime in Laramie, and they end up losing on a last-second shot, 76-74. But it's the kind of game where you're, if you're a Wyoming Pokes basketball fan, you're accustomed to that game. You're like, oh, here we go. Here we go, losing to an, an inferior po- opponent at home. It's going to be one of those years, man. It's going to be one of those years. But it hasn't been. Wyoming has taken that game taken it in stride and ripped off three in a row, including a big win on the road at Oregon State, who came in last year to Laramie and just they kicked their butts last year. Trace Tinkle and Wayne Tinkle, the coach, they they brought it to Allen Edwards Pokes Pokes team. But this year, Jeff Linder said, nah, nah, not this time. On your home court. We're going home victorious. It was a big game. Jeremiah Oden, Kenny Foster, Xavier Ducell, our man Xavier. Everybody balled out. Though I mean, it was a great collective effort. The second half was it's one of those things where you're like, no way. This is not the Wyoming team that I'm accustomed to. And then they took care of business. We're recording this podcast on Thursday. They took care of business at home against Denver, who's come into Laramie the last few years, and they've brought it to them. They killed them. Killed them. 83-61 was the final yesterday. Marcus Williams put up a 30-burger, 30 points for number one for the Pokes. It, this team is exciting. Exciting. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch any Pokes hoops yet. Oh, certainly this team is looking a lot different than it has in the last previous years. I mean, they people forget in 2016-17, they won 23 games. 2017-18, they won 20 games. And then recency bias is wicked. The previous two years, they were awful, obviously, and that's what led to Edwards's firing, but they just look different. I mean, it's the new era of basketball is what it is, you know? The the, the shooting, the, I mean, the ball movement, the fast pace, and the three-point line, three points is worth more than two, so that's where your shots are going. But, you know, you do live and die by the three, David. There's a little bit of swagger, especially last night in those gold unis. You can't deny the swagger that they have. Oh, there's a whole lot of swagger around the court coming from coming oozing out of the double A. It's good to see. And it, it sucks. The fans, fans are going to take a liking to this team. And, I mean, as of yesterday, I believe, 
there won't be any fans allowed in the double A till January eighth, at least. The very minimum. So hopefully when things come rolling back around that stadium will be that arena will be uh as full as it can possibly be. Yeah. Jeff Linder has these guys they're playing their tails off, they're fighting. It's a new brand of basketball, honestly, and it's something that Poke fans have certainly been waiting to see, so it's it's awesome to see it. Awesome to finally get out there on the floor and, and prove it. It's not just talk. It's uh, it's going to be exciting. Conference play kicks off on the 20th against UNLV for Wyoming. Uh, they host them in the back-to-backs, if you would, this year. This Saturday, though, in addition to the Pokes game against Boise State, the Pokes play in Utah at Utah Valley, led by Mark Madsen, most famous probably for his uh, lack of dancing skills, especially compared next to Shaq, but we'll see how they come off. Utah Valley is a good squad, and Wyoming is... It looks like they're a good squad as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in that game. But right now we've got a big deal, and not just a big deal, but a big human joining us on the podcast. We've got Cheyenne Central's man in the middle. He's going to try to bounce back from a very, very tough string of events last year in the State Regionals, Lawson Lovering, he's the man who's probably hoping to lead Cheyenne Central to a state title this year, especially after not even cracking the state playoffs. So we're going to talk to him about that, what it's like to be a big-time basketball recruit. He's headed down to Boulder next year to play his ball. Can't fault him for choosing a Pac-12 school. His dad told me, that he really liked Santa Clara. I can't blame him. There's a lot to love about Santa Clara. But anytime you can get to go to the Pac-12, you got to take that opportunity. So we're going to talk to him about all kinds of stuff, specifically his basketball career and what it's like going into this season. So enjoy this interview with Cheyenne Central's big man, Lawson Lovering. We are thrilled now to be joined by uh, probably our biggest guest in size and stature of all time and maybe ever. Actually, even bigger than uh, Larry Nance Jr., a former Poke and current NBA player who joined us on the podcast. We are joined now by Lawson Lovering from Cheyenne Central. He is committed to UC Boulder to play college basketball next season and his Cheyenne Central Indians take on Rock Springs tomorrow to tip off their high school basketball season. Lawson, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, how are you? Well, we're doing fantastic. Really appreciate yeah. you giving us some time here. I got to ask, I want to start off. You're, you go on a long bus ride. It's, it's not short between Rock Springs and Cheyenne. So what do you do to kill time on the bus ride? Um, you know, just 
simple things, you know, just listen to music, um, play on my phone, you know, I might, might take a little nap, uh, just depends on what I'm feeling uh, on the bus ride, you know, maybe talk to some of my teammates, uh, just, uh, just hanging out really, just chilling out, getting re- just preparing myself to play once I get there. Yeah. Just hanging out. It's a nice bus ride, nice straight down I-80. What music are yeah, you playing? Yeah, it's uh, relaxing, yeah. Um, you know, I, I listen to all kinds of music, but um, probably probably before, you know, going up to the game and just get myself hyped up, probably just some, some rap or some hip-hop or something like that, but maybe some hard rock. But, um, you know, just get myself mentally prepared to play and get myself hyped up. Uh, to get myself locked in, um, but it's it's all types of music. No doubt, gotta respect that. So you also gotta respect your opponent. What what are you looking forward to most about this opening game against Rock Springs? Just honestly, just playing against another team. Um, we've been practicing for a little bit. Uh, it, it gets a little boring and, you know, stale just practicing and scrimmaging against your own teammates and scrimmages and everything. Uh, you want to see new opponents. So, um, I've, and I've also never played in Rock Springs, so that'll be a cool experience playing in their gym. Um, I heard they're a good uh, home team, but, you know, they won't have their usual crowd there. So that'll be our, our advantage. Yeah, their, their, their crowd can get a little bit rowdy sometimes, but, um, Kind of talking about you guys this summer, you guys weren't able to play at all, obviously. Uh, and I talked to your coach, Tag Lane, and he said that last summer you guys um, really kind of, you guys built a lot of chemistry throughout the summer. Do you think not playing last summer, or not playing this summer, I mean last summer, but this summer, do you think that's going to have an impact on the team this season? Oh, yeah, it's going to have an impact on the team for sure. Um, but it's going to have an impact on all teams in the state too. But the good thing about us is that um, where we were young and we've all played played together since we we're little little kids, so um, we we still have great chemistry even if we didn't play in the summer. So I'm confident we'll play the team like as, as we usually do. But it's definitely impacted us. Um, but it's it won't it won't impact us too much on the court. I don't think. You talk about playing. As a team, um, you're probably the biggest attraction to the team. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, teams probably prepare for you the most. But you weren't the leading scorer on your team last year. Daniel Talich was the team in scoring. What does that kind of say about uh, the teammates you have? I mean, you had a, I think you had Brady. He was uh, scoring in double figures as well. What does that yeah. say about the team around you and uh, – how you guys can build together as a whole kind of off of you. Yeah. Um, we have, we have a lot of great pieces. We have a lot of guys who can score the basketball. We have a lot of talented guys. So, um, and obviously I draw so much attention that, uh, I get double teams and all attention towards me. So that leaves a lot of open lanes, a lot of open shots for my teammates. who are really good at scoring anyway. and really talented. So it just all works together perfectly. Um, I think yeah, that's that's mostly why yeah Nate let us the team in scoring is because um, you know there's a lot of open lanes due to all these double teams that was getting on me and he's a really good finisher 
and he can run and finish and he's a great post player too as a guard and uh you know we have guys scoring double you know double figures so you've obviously accomplished a lot at the high school level what is something that you haven't accomplished that you you plan to get done this year um obviously winning a state championship you know we I've all, as my three years so far, now my fourth year, well, my three years prior to this was just losing in the postseason every year. We'd always have a great season. Um, just win that state championship with me a lot. And then, uh, obviously, I also want to get Gatorade Player of the Year this year. Um, I, I said that since the freshman, too. So, you know, winning state and uh, Gatorade Player of the Year, some goals I set since the freshman. And, hopefully uh, finish on the senior year. Great goals, uh, lofty expectations. Um, but, I mean, there's no reason you can't meet those. Um, your mindset, your team's mindset after last season, I know I asked you this already, but I want to ask you this again in case people haven't realized. Uh, what What is the team's mindset going into the season after – that tough regional tournament you guys had last year? Uh, just finishing, finishing everything, finishing games, finishing practices. Um, just never like, just, you know, it's always the same locked in no matter what the score is um, and keep playing our game the way we know how to play and not, not get sped up or anything. Just, just finish the game, finish, finish the practice that we're in give it our, all our effort and just don't let our mind uh, focus on other things in the game. And if we do that, we can, fin- you know, we can finish any game that we want uh, and obviously win games. Robert talked about how you guys have a great collection of talent on your team and you yourself are the key guy, but Who's your guy on the team? Who's the guy that you go to if things just aren't going right for you? Um, you know, the two guys that you guys already mentioned were Nate and Nathaniel Talich and Brady Storbro. Um, those are those two guys I go to a lot, you know, because they can put the you know the ball in the hoop if I'm not able to. Um, and Nathaniel's a really great is a great defender, and Brady just knows the game so well. He's got a great, great IQ, so those guys I, I really count on if I'm not on my game on that day. So we know you committed to University of Colorado uh, last October, I believe it was, and I just kind of want to ask, what, what, what stuck out from that program? What made you choose CU? Um, it's, you know, I, I love the coaching staff there. Uh, Coach Tad Boyle, there's a great coach. Um, he recruited me since a freshman. Um, he's he's known for putting guys in the NBA. It's, it's you know it's in the Pac-12 conference. Uh, it's it's an hour and hour forty five minutes away from my house, so my parents could see any game that they any home game that they wanted. Um, you know, CU is a is a cool town, cool city. Um, you know, just all I just all felt it's just like home so um, I just did off a gut feeling basically now so I was scrolling through your Twitter profile 
and I noticed that you you did visit Santa Clara. Your dad had told me that you visited Santa Clara. And as a former yeah. Santa Clara Bronco, honestly, I'm I'm a bit offended that you chose Boulder <laughs> over Santa Clara. I mean, it snows in Boulder. It never snows <laughs> in California. You know this, right? Oh yeah. Oh, it was, when we were down there, it was it was perfect weather over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I I told your dad, as he said, and you just told us, like you can't pass up an opportunity to play in the Pac-12. That's something that's truly special. And honestly, not a lot of people get to do that. So can't blame you there. Who are you most excited yeah. to play with in Boulder? Um, yeah, probably the other big bear, Ed and Daddy. Um, you know, I just will we'll hopefully play alongside him or maybe play it behind him. But, um, you know, he's just, uh, he just seems like a, a good guy that he could mentor me coming in as a freshman as he'll be a senior. Um, you know, he's a great leader anyway, so um, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to playing with him or behind him. It doesn't matter. Being on the same team is going to be great. David asked who you're most looking forward to playing with, but who are you most looking forward to playing against in the Pac-12 Oh man, I I really looking forward to play like Oregon or Arizona or UCLA. Those those three schools I'm really looking forward to playing because I know you know those those are three really good programs. Um, and you know they always they always have NBA guys on each one of those teams, and uh, it would be fun to play against those teams with a packed crowd. Hopefully with this coronavirus stuff going on, but. Uh, Still, I'd still love to play on the Unipel crowd. See, now, now again, you leave out my other school, Arizona State. Here, this this is awful, man. Now I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I I, I want to ask. I want to ask my girlfriend. She studied at Arizona State, and she studied abroad with so many CU Boulder kids. And so the first time we ever went to Boulder. We had to go to Cosmos Pizza. Have you ever been to Cosmos Pizza? No, no, I've, I've not been there. Is it good? Now, okay, I'll, I'll give you the quick spiel on Cosmos Pizza. The pizza is extremely ordinary, and nothing about okay. it stands out. But they have this spicy ranch that it, it changes the game. It is an absolute game changer when it comes to pizza and it turns it into some of the best pizza that I've ever had. So be on the lookout for that the next time you're around oh, yeah. older. Right. Oh yeah, no, I'll definitely hit that place up then. I mean, you see all these kids lined up, they're getting a slice and they've got more containers of spicy ranch than they have of of slices of pizza. So I I want to I want to I want to ask you one final basketball question. I'll get a little serious here for you. You you came out in the ESPN 100 this week. You're ranked 76. What does it mean to you to crack that list? It's obviously an incredibly tough group to crack and certainly a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, it feels good. It feels good to crack that list, finally, the ESPN list, you know, 
I've already been on the rivals and 24 seven sports list, but you know, ESPN's a different level, you know, so they're, they're so mainstream. It's crazy. So I, I feel accomplished. I feel blessed to, to be on that list in the first place, but I know work's not over yet. So I'm, I'm hoping to move up that list by the time I get to see you. So I keep working. I noticed that you were two spots ahead of your future teammate, Quincy Allen. Now, did you give him any grief about that? Uh, I have not talked to him about that. I have not talked to him about that, but it's kind of funny how close we are on that list. It's kind of of funny coincidence. Well, Lawson, thank you so much for your time. Lawson Lovering, Central, Cheyenne Central, Big man in the middle, future, Colorado buff, a forever buff, as uh, I like to say about CU Boulder athletes. Good luck this season, and we really appreciate you coming on the pod and giving us some time here. All right, thank you. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Lawson Lovering. We're certainly rooting for him, and shout out to his dad, a loyal listener to the pod. We really hope that... He enjoyed hearing his son featured on the pod. It's always a special moment whenever your kid gets some shine. So shout out to Bill and shout out to Lawson for giving us some time, especially before their season tips off here. So we'll definitely be rooting for Central all season long. I know Robert will probably be pained to say that, but good things happen to people when they come on the pod. All right, we saw it with football season and we – Fully expect that to carry over into hoops here. So shout out to them. We're going to wrap the pod up here with a quick prediction on each side, both Robert and I, for the Boise State-Wyoming football game at War Memorial on Saturday. The game will be on CBS Sports Network. A lot of people should be tuning in. It's the Pokes' last last chance to make a statement this year and certainly a great chance to carry over some awesome momentum. You knock off the team that their coach says that they're too good for the Mountain West Conference. They shouldn't be in the Mountain West Conference. They should do everything they can to leave and get out. So maybe this is Wyoming's chance to uh, show them the door, so to speak. We'll see. But uh, Wyoming is an 11.5-point underdog at home to Boise State. The total is 47. I will give Robert the floor to give the very first prediction for Saturday's game. It's going to come out. Boise is going to come out hot. They're going to come out hot. Then they're going to get real cold. Not just because it's going to be cold, because you know they play in the cold too, but they're just going to be cold. And uh, Pokes with the strong second half. Trey Smith scores the game-winning touchdown. And Wyoming wins 27-26 to 26 after the made PAT. After Hoyland sinks the PAT right through the upright. And that's it. It's the end of the season, and it's going to end great. Robert is clearly looking at this game through some brown and gold tinted glasses, but he knows I can't resist when some when some kicker love can be shown and a kicker can get some glory. 
So got to respect that prediction. I'm going to go a little bit uh, more realistic. Given what we've seen from the Pokes all season, they don't start out strong other than the UNLV game. They That was their best game start to finish. I don't know if that had anything to do with the opponent on the other side of the field or just a bunch of pent-up rage. Not a whole lot of time after a loss in Vegas to pent up as much rage as there was going into the UNLV game. So give me Boise State 31, Wyoming 17. I just I, I really feel like this is going to be a, a hard-fought game. Certainly, Wyoming will be in the game, but I just I can't see them coming out on top. I certainly can't see them putting up a great effort and stopping Boise State for four quarters. Boise State, when they've been at relatively full strength, they've dominated. Their only loss on the season is to BYU when Boise State was trotting out guys that I I think they were only on the team because they their dad must have knew must have known Brian Harson and Harson was just hey we got an extra scholarship I guess I guess your son can join the team because that that team was that wasn't even JV that was like a freshman squad but Boise State thirty one Wyoming seventeen I hope that I'm wrong I don't think I will be but if I am wrong Robert will be. Happy to come on and give me plenty of grief for my lack of trust in Craig Bowl and company. So that does it for this podcast. Really appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening. Really appreciate Lawson for giving us some of his time to talk to him about this upcoming season and everything that goes along with being a big man and a big time recruit. Really appreciate him. So just want to shout out to all the people who subscribe to the pod, who listen to the podcast. Can't thank you enough. Can't thank you enough for sharing the podcast and doing everything you can to get our words out there. We really enjoy doing this every week. So we'll be back again next week. We're sorry about the week off last week. We didn't think that there would be much to talk about going into the New Mexico game. Boy, were we wrong. We were very, very wrong. We thought that Wyoming would just – Stomp them. Why even talk about it? Not a whole lot to discuss. We're gearing up for. We were gearing up for a big game here. Well, it's still a big game, but not quite the game that we all anticipated heading into this season. So, also want to shout out Shakewell for the music, and remind you guys we'll be back again next week. Go Pokes! Trying to prove uh, uh, who you want to impress now, baby. I see you think you got moves so smooth, but you do not have what it takes to pass this test. So you better forget everything you know. It's I get less is more official. I'm quality. Take back to school.
Baby, now 